Today's readings show us the effects of the abiding presence of God in his church and of his indwelling in each one of us. The first reading taken from the Acts of the Apostles tells us how the Holy Spirit indwelling in the church helped the apostles to solve a major doctrinal problem about the Gentiles becoming Christians, which shook the very foundation of the early church. The second reading taken from the book of Revelation describes the church as the heavenly Jerusalem, which replaces the holy presence of God in the holy of holies in the temple in Jerusalem. This new Jerusalem is a city united in love with the victorious Jesus residing in it and in each of its members. The gospel passage reminds us that the Holy Spirit abiding within us is our teacher, our advocate, and the source of our peace and joy. The passage offers a vision of hope as well. It states, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. Jesus promises his followers that the Holy Spirit will come and instruct them in everything they need to know. Our life messages this week. First, our country is a place of loneliness and despair. One of the great social and ethical problems of our time is isolation. Today, approximately 25% of all adults live alone. Spouses, parents, and children often live as virtual strangers to one another. Social isolation significantly increases a person's risk of premature death from all causes, a risk that may rival those of smoking, obesity, and physical inactivity. 2014 marked an event that hadn't happened in decades. The life expectancy in this country declined. That decline has been attributed to alcoholism, drug overdoses, and suicides. The diseases of despair. The statistics are tragic. Suicide is the second leading cause of death among those 10 to 14 years old and those 25 to 34 years old in the U.S. The number of opiate deaths, nearly 108,000 in 2021, has exceeded the number of deaths attributable to HIV at the height of the AIDS crisis. We need only allow Jesus into our lives to be rid of this loneliness and despair. Second, let us be aware of the abiding presence of God within us and in our lives. We live in the new covenant of Jesus, daily facing uncertainty, conflict, and temptations. It is the abiding presence of God within us that enables us to face the future with undying hope and true Christian courage. Today, a mere 45% of college graduates in the U.S. believe in God as described in the Bible. 
Globally, over one in three, state religion is not at all important in my life. Only 36% attend Mass on a weekly basis, almost one in three saying seldom or never. This despite studies showing the health benefits for those over 16 years of age, 33% less likely to die, 27% less likely to become depressed, 50% less likely to divorce, five times less likely to commit suicide, lower mortality from cardiovascular disease and cancer, and improved recovery from depression. Religious service attendance, not private religious observance, confers these benefits. We must attend Mass and worship in community. My brothers and sisters, we have the answer. We are all here. It is Jesus Christ and his church that gives us this peace. We must embrace our baptismal call of sharing this good news. The ordained clergy cannot stem these global trends on its own. Enter Acts 29 with Father John Ricardo. We are blessed each season reading the Acts of the Apostles, chapters 1 to 28. The name, the mission. There is no Acts 29. We are Acts 29. We are writing it as we live in our church today. He has provided a simple way for all of us to share the kerygma, the apostolic proclamation of salvation through Jesus Christ, created, captured, rescued, response. The goodness of creation. Why is there something rather than nothing? God's creation. We hear the story each year during the Easter Vigil, and God says his creation is good, or very good. Sin and its consequences. Why is everything so obviously messed up? We have a free will to choose. We also hear that story each Easter Vigil of the fall of Adam and Eve in the garden. God's response to our sin, what, if anything, has God done about this? We see this all the time, even in the secular world, at sporting events. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Our response to what God has done for us how should I respond? That is in the second half of John 3.16. That's never printed on the sign. So that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. We have to believe. I've posted on the bulletin boards at each entrance of the church this simple method, along with websites, 
to learn more about Acts 29. Watch Father John's presentation and attend the retreats at the Retreat Center in St. Francis on Acts 29. Stop and take a picture with your phone. My challenge to each of you this next week, learn this method of sharing the good news. Find at least one person to share it with. Together, we can make people aware of the peace which Christ speaks in today's gospel. God bless.